What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another erotic episode of the Dark Side Podcast. I'm David Vienna. I'm Matt Elias. And welcome to this week's very special edition of... ESPN Monday... Oh, wait, no. Dark Side News. The internet's most trusted source for everything you need to know in this dark world. So, we've got a collection of stories for you this week to keep you informed. Uh, Little update on the Epstein story from last week. Uh, Millionaire, billionaire, finance pervert. uh, Committed suicide, supposedly, in federal lockup. The autopsy report has not been released. However, um, they did say that he had uh, broken neck bones. Yeah. Which could be consistent with the hanging. Also, he uh, filled out his his will. He signed his will, uh, I think, two days before his death. So, hmm. two more pieces in the Epstein conspiracy puzzle. Uh, do with that what you will. Yeah. Um, but... Maybe it was just autoerotic asphyxiation. Like he was just... Like he was just cranking one out. The, the, the stool fell... And he just dangled there yeah. until he came and yeah. died. Yeah. We were talking about off mic how like usually when, you know, when, when you hear about like jail cell hangings. Yeah. It's like asphyxiation. It's yeah. not broken neck. Yeah. This must have been one vigorous, you know, yeah, cause like, session. That's what I was thinking. Because like literally like how, I feel like there's not a... And, it, and no matter what jail cell, there's not that big of a fall you could take to where you're breaking your neck, unless it's literally like a freak accident or something. If you could get the rope onto something on the ceiling, light fixture or something. But I don't think they have like a light fixture like that. I, who knows what they have in this? I mean, yeah, they probably it's probably recessed or something. Yeah, I guess. But I I don't know. It's, that's the thing with this this whole Epstein. It's just like an abyss. I'm telling you, I think like like one of the guards came around when he was doing like when he was like ha- cranking his shit with the <laughs> noose on his neck, and the guard just got sick of it, and he were like he because he was he was like get, like eye contact right at him, just jerking off at him, and he was like okay yeah, and then just kicked the stool out from underneath him. Could be, and then he still got came on because Epstein finished, of course. That yeah, to color in the rest of the story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so go ahead with the uh, do, do, do the story. Go ahead. Okay, do the story. Um, all right, well, the first riveting story of this afternoon. It's very important. Uh, just reading this one. Just, just read it. Just do it. After nine years, BronyCon calls it quits. Mm. So all you fucking weird pony wannabe fucking fucking i don't even know the word that i could use for you incel motherfuckers brownies yeah that's about all the brownie describes it but yeah you will no longer have a place where you can feel comfortable and welcome so enjoy yeah so it looks like the the chair of the convention someone named sheer goldberg uh he says uh it's just because of fading enthusiasm and a desire to leave everyone remembering what BronyCon is at its best as the primary reason to end the convention. What, so, what, was it ever at its best, though? Like, I, mean, I feel like. Yeah, they had 11,000 bronies at this thing. Uh, well, oh. wait, 10,215. Just the in smell of that place. Just, I, how, how can you really say that the enthusiasm is ending if there were 10,000 people there? I don't know. 
But uh, I, yeah. it sounds like they just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I don't blame them. They've they've moved on. You know how many horse feed they have to have there for these people? <laughs> Lots of bales of hay and Lot, whatnot. You know, gotta, they they got to pay people to walk around picking up the shit that they drop because they're just acting like a horse probably. All right. Not so, really, yeah. Rip, Bernie Con. So you're going to have to make new plans for next summer. God, yeah. Just go on your endless online fucking forums and stay indoors and so we don't have to deal with you. You're such a hater of like weird fetish things. I, I, you it, just it, hate people who Because do. how do you fetishize My Little Pony, Matt? My Little Pony is the dumbest fucking show and makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It's a bunch of little ponies with different personalities. Find your own personality. Don't fucking mock a goddamn Dude, imaginary pony. The, the questions you're asking, you fucking they, they answer for you. How do you fetishize it? Well, that's exactly how they do it. They have a fucking giant convention. They get 10,000 people there. They dress up like My Little Ponies. They watch the show. They get really pumped about it. I don't like it. I, I it's think not it's even weird. a fetish. They don't. It's these aren't furries. They don't like dress up like ponies. I, I and know. Fuck. I, I just I think it's weird that like I grown if there ass are brony furries, like specifically people who they're I like furries. About that. But they, but it has to be My Little Pony. Like you can't just be dressed up like a random horse. They'll it's not gonna work. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know. Yeah. But yeah, All I don't right. like it. Well, let us know if anybody finds any evidence of something like that. I'd like to know about it. Anyway, Donald Trump says, according to Rolling Stone, uh, well, some people have been talking about some signs, some economic signs, uh, data that looks like we may be heading into some kind of recession. Okay. A little bit of uh, backslide in the economy. However, (laughs) we don't have to worry about that because Donald Trump says, hold on, let me find the quote. I'll just say the quote. I don't think we're having a recession. We're doing tremendously well. Our consumers are rich. I gave a tremendous tax cut, and they're loaded up with money. I don't see a recession. I mean, the world is in a recession right now, although that's too big a statement. What? What is <laughs> what? Yeah, but the, that, the, con, the consumers are rich. So anyone that consumes, now he's saying everyone's rich because he's trying to do his. Uh, you know, we passed tax cuts and everyone's rich. Although, but he didn't pass tax cuts. They did a tax package. They they were tax cuts, but it wasn't for normal. I was going to say, I did you get a tax my, cut? Fuck no, me either. I never got. Did like, you anything. get a tax cut? If you did, I'd like to hear about it. Yeah, because like I like I was like when I did my taxes like this past year, like it was the same exact fucking thing that I normally mm-hmm. would get back. I'm just like I right. actually got a little bit less back. They did it. The only thing that they that the only major thing that has been passed in the past three years is that tax package that they did mm-hmm. a couple years ago. But um, no one normal was, was just, affected by that, right? That not like the working class people. Like no, one, I heard that. I didn't hear there was a there were figures put out by people by experts who studied the effects of these laws yeah and something like 80 some like 88 or almost 90 percent of the tax cuts like of the money freed up by this go to like the top five or one percent of uh the world of no of America oh well yeah that's 
Yes, what I'm saying. We so, are the world, Matt. America is the we only are, We are, yeah, right. God bless America and no place else. Um, yeah, so, but it's just, I just thought it was funny that, here's the headline. It's from Rolling Stone. Yeah. Trump says a recession isn't possible because everyone's rich. I mean, that's what he said. He literally basically that's said that. That's what he said. Are you rich? I'm not rich. I'm not rich. I'm pretty sure a recession's possible. Easily. Yeah. But no, it Especially, looks like the economy is, there are some signs that like Trump, see, he's running around saying shit like the economy's great, everything's fine, but he, they slashed interest rates yeah. at the Fed. So that, but which is, I don't know all of the, you know, economic science behind it, but right. that's, a, that's behavior that the government uh, does during a recession. Yeah. So it's like a cautionary. So he's like doing these cautionary things, acting like there's a recession, but you know, in his rallies. I mean, but you, you can't, the Trump rallies are, yeah, those are just jokes. It's literally, you can't really take just, those seriously at all. But people do though. And but, like, but it's like the monster truck show. It's just like, <laughs> but yeah, he's saying like the economy is so great and everything and all this shit and like, oh, he's creating jobs and stuff. But why is, why is us steel a plant in Michigan just about to lay off 200 people and basically almost shut down? See, that's fucked too, because I think Trump was, campaigning on like bringing steel jobs no, back was. and stuff so like u.s steel has been plummeting and you're recently. kind of plugged into that yeah my company is contracted through u.s steel that i work for yeah all right but I mean, I, you know what i'm gonna skip it we got one more trump story i don't want to talk about him anymore let's just get this story out of the way and then move on to the other mm-hmm. the other stories all right remember the mooch anthony scaramucci mm-hmm. yeah. well he is assembling according to the hill a team of former Trump cabinet members to speak out against Trump. It's like oh. the Avengers. I was just going to say the Avengers. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to have the Hulk. The Mooch. Well, the Hulk could probably be Kellyanne Conway or something. She looks... No, she's <laughs> no, she's Thanos. <laughs> I, I, yeah, All I right, know. So, the Mooch says, I'm in the process of putting together a team of people that feel the exact same way that I do. This is not a never Trump situation. This is not just screeching rhetoric. This is, okay, the guy's unstable. Everyone inside knows it. Everyone outside knows it. No, Let's see don't. if we can find a viable alternative. Yeah. It's still not going to make a fucking difference. Like, Yeah, for those of you who don't remember, the mooch was Trump's, I think he was, he was his communications director, not press secretary, communications yeah, director. Yeah, I think so. Um, in charge of, you know, outgoing press statements and whatnot. Right. Uh, he... He worked there, and then he had like a meltdown with on some reporter, and said the f word a whole bunch of times. Yeah, and then he got you know let go, let go, or for or resigned uh, after like some ridiculously short amount of time, like yeah, eighteen days or something. But anyway, that's the story of the Mooch. See, it's a great not- name for the leader of a, a anti-Trump superhero name. Yeah, too bad it's not going to work though. That's the only thing. Like, Probably not. It's it's not. People are saying just fucking brainwashed about this shit anymore. It's not even funny. Yeah. But it's, that's it. Done. No more yeah, Trump shit. Can't do it anymore. All right. Move on. All right. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. All right. I don't know if any of you are aware yet, but Disney has announced that it is doing its own form of streaming service where all the Disney content plus everything that Disney owns, such as Star Wars, is going to be available on their own streaming service. Now... Mm-hmm. Uh, what does this mean? It means this is a whole new market for them to get money, basically. Because well, here's what it means. A lot of the things that you really like to watch are no longer going to be on Netflix. And yeah. If you want to watch it, you got to pay more. Well, it, That's seems what it, like, it seems like this is going to be 
a new thing where all of these services are going to start their own streaming services now. Well, yeah, NBC is about to yeah, do all it. All these TV channels are trying to like, do that. They're they're jumping on the bandwagon so hard, right? Like, so you know what that in means? In my opinion, it's not going to end well for them because no one is going to fucking pay for five different streaming services. I pay for three and that's already fucking ridiculous to me and yeah. shit. So like, I'm not going to up, I'm not going to subscribe to any new fucking thing because, Oh, yeah. well Disney has this. So I'm going to pay $13 I a mean, month, which is what it's going to be. You know what? Because like people with kids are held hostage because yeah. the frozen and shit, like they're the yeah. kids are going to have to watch. They're just going to scream and scream and scream and torture you. And Disney knows that. Yeah. Their kids are going to want to build so a Disney, snowman. Disney's always going to do fine. But like, as far as it, like CBS and NBC and ABC and whoever else having their own things, so you can watch. CBS fucking, has one, I think. Well, <laughs> I'm not pretty sure it. they do. I haven't watched those type of network TV shows in years. Like no. I just have no interest in them. NBC, NBC, like I said, is going to uh, by the, like sometime in 2020 because they announced like the Office won't be available on Netflix after a certain yeah time. Um, you know, I knew that, and you know how me and my brother, my brother told me that, and you know how we've interpreted it. It's just I have until 2020 to watch the Office. You basically do I'm buying that. Like, there's no way I'm going to sign up for that. What? For any other streaming oh, service. Oh, oh, I thought you meant oh, out of here. Okay, yeah, I yeah, I maybe I think we've talked about it on the show before. I haven't watched The Office yet. Yeah, I've seen like five episodes of it. Maybe unbelievable. People love The Office. It's good. It's a it, decent it, show. Yeah, it's decent. It's decent. I don't like some of the things that people like gawk over about it, like and everything. But I think it's a great show. But um, do you think it's great? Yeah, I don't think, it's dude. Great. I've watched it like. I can't, I can't even tell you the number of times I've rewatched it. So if a show has that much rewatch value, it's good. Like, mm-hmm. and plus it's just something simple that you can put on for background noise too. Right. Simple background noise, rewatchable. Yes, great. No, it's funny though. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's a great sitcom. It's no Seinfeld. It's no Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, no, because like a lot of the time, like with the, it's a little bit different than those though too. It's a different comedy and like style I know, setup, basically. but it's still comedy. Yeah, but it's not great. I don't no, think it's great. It's better than Friends. Friends fucking sucks. Did they bring? Did you see the thing they're doing at AMC theaters now? Like with a like a Friends thing that they're doing. I don't know like no. what the whole reason behind it is, but they're taking like twelve of the best Friends episodes and putting it in the theater so people can it's watch like a it movie. in theaters. Like all in a row or I cut guess together? So. Or? Yeah, no, not cut together. No, like all like just one after one after one. Like it's like you're gonna binge watch twelve episodes in the theater. Basically, it's fucking stupid. That's the new thing that AMC is doing, and I'm sorry, AMC. It'd be better with Seinfeld. So yeah, you just put the whole series of Seinfeld in the movie theater. All yeah, all in a row, all nine seasons or whatever it is. That movie theater is gonna smell so bad after they already people do. are done. Like, they already do. Depends on which one you go to. Yeah, that's true. Do the... All right, next story. Okay. Get the... Uh, I'm excited about this one. There's a dramatic lawsuit happening. There's a school... Oh, yeah. Sued. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. Parents sue after school employees colored in black teens' haircut with <laughs> marker. This And this was just like... people. We weren't even going to cover this one. I accidentally just threw this in the like our uh, news discussion because... Yeah. That just went to the next video automatically. Yeah. But um, it's happened at a Sheesh. Texas school. You just play, it's a say, video. Do you want to just play it? Or did you watch it? I didn't even watch it, no, honestly. But well, I, like, I, did, I basically know what just it is it like, right here. I got to skip through an ad, though. Who is it? NBC? Uh, yes, it is. Sorry about your streaming service. 
So hold on, I gotta get through this ad for about groceries. <laughs> uh, oh, it's a it's a credit card thing. A city bank, that's great. Yeah, wonderful. Uh-huh. Way to just give them the quad too. Humiliated and ashamed. Dante Treese and Angela Washington say their son's middle school years were ruined after administrators colored in his haircut design with a sharpie. He's gonna remember this for the rest of his life. In April, they say the then assistant principal at Barry Miller Junior High School told their seventh grader his haircut violated the dress code. Audio. The assistant principal, along with the discipline clerk and teacher, allegedly used a permanent marker to color on the young teen's scalp. Yesterday, his parents filed a federal civil rights lawsuit against the Pearland ISD discipline clerk Helen Day, teacher Jeanette Peterson, and head principal Tony Barcelona. At the time of the incident in April, the school district issued a statement saying an administrator mishandled the situation. But the family's civil rights attorney says that he and the parents have tried several times to resolve the issue with the district. Fairland Independent School District did not think this was very serious because now he is the head principal of the very school. As we reported in May, Pearland ISD later amended the dress code, getting rid of restrictions on hairstyles and carvings. I wouldn't know because, like I said, we haven't been contacted. His parents say it's not enough and it should have never have happened. All this could have been resolved a long time ago. The district responded to my request for an interview with this statement, quote, other than media reports, Pearland ISD has yet to receive notification of the lawsuit. Upon receipt, it will be reviewed by our legal counsel. No further comment will be provided at this time. All right. That's fucked up. Oh, my bad. Didn't realize I was up so far. Yeah, that's fucked up. Dude. <laughs> that's really fucked up. They said that his haircut... Did you see the haircut? Yeah. It violated the, the dress code, so they colored it in with a Sharpie. Like, how does a haircut go against the dress code? How does that make fucking sense? Yeah, that's... If how, how are you going to write on a kid's head with a marker? Right? In school? <laughs> right? And then like, the mom says, he's going to remember... She said... It, they said it that it ruined his middle school years. <laughs> I mean, I would be embarrassing as fuck, dude. Cause like, for one, like, I like that just blows my mind that like some like a school would even fucking do that. Like, how, yeah, and I, how they get like how they like planned on getting away with it too. Oh, it's against our dress code. Hair is not a fucking dress code. Like, it doesn't. I I, I don't know. That is just fucking absurd. I mean, it doesn't even. Assuming that's the right picture, like. It's just a little design. Yeah, like that's like, it's that's not the like thing a fucking it's swastika not, or something. No, it's literally just like kind of, I, I don't even, is it an, I don't know if it's supposed to be an M. Looks like an M. Yeah, I don't know. But that is just. That's absurd, dude. They didn't even like finish coloring it in. No, either. that's the thing. They started, they got like halfway up the first line. And How then does just that like, fix it? Like, you're going to fix this, like, you don't want this design in? So you draw you so you, you make highlight it even with a more marker. like noticeable with a straight black marker. Jeez, they were not thinking there. Well, it's Texas too, so I mean, yeah, uh, there might have been some racist type of shit going on there. You know, it yeah. kind of like it. It kind of smells like that. When you have a civil like rights that. attorney coming after you, it doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't sound too good. It just sounds Especially like they're they, like, yeah, get this fucking you know. It seems like they the principal that they have in there they've been going after him for a while too. So I don't yeah. I don't We're know not how that's going to work. Very expressive black haircuts in our school. Yeah. <laughs> going to fucking humiliate you and draw on your head with a marker. Yeah. That's fucked. That's up. what it sounds like. Yeah, it that's literally what it does sound like. That's fucked up. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. I hope they win the lawsuit. Yeah, I mean they better. I don't understand. 
Yeah, that's fucked. Poor kid. That's, yeah, dude. I feel bad for the kid more than anything. Like, yeah. I mean, that's like who you're really like supposed, like that's the only one you can really feel bad for right here, basically. But that's just fucking ugh. trifling. All right. Do the uh, Live Nation, the ticket yeah. scalping. I know you watched this one. Yeah, I did. Um, do you want me to play the video? Or no, just, like, just tell us what it? happened. Okay. So basically, um, Live Nation has it. They're in pretty bad shape right now because it's it's coming out that they are helping bands scalp tickets. Live Nation, they just sell concert tickets. Yeah, right? that's, um, that's where you go if you want to buy tickets for twice what it says on the the ticket. Yeah, uh, well, no, the they they're value. owned by Ticketmaster too. Right. So what they were doing was I'm thinking ticket, StubHub. No, yeah, yeah. Ticketmaster has a thing now where you can buy resale value tickets. There's a you, you can do that through Ticketmaster. Resale now, you, value. So that means double what they're right or uh, whatever these companies or whoever has a ticket is charging for. It might not be double. It might just be like you know like like one and seven eighths or something like you're paying. So it's still yeah. Um, but apparently through a recorded phone discussion. Um, it's come out that using the example of Metallica, that a promoter from when Metallica was on tour this past year or whatever said they had used this method of selling more than 88,000 tickets at resale value back to people. So what, what does that mean exactly? So what's what they're the, doing is the promoter in live nation have this thing where live nation so Metallica's guy yeah. is partnering up with live nation and yeah. they shouldn't be right right and they're okay. taking these ticket these certain amount of tickets which are saying are sold they're okay. not really sold and they're putting them on Ticketmaster uh, for higher value before they were even yeah. sold or anything it's like and of course metallica the one of the biggest dickhead metal fucking bands yeah. is involved in this and of course they have to release a statement they had no knowledge of it whatsoever of course, yeah of course you didn't just the promoter yeah, yeah. It's that's just fucking absurd, dude. Like that makes me honestly not even want to buy a concert ticket from I mean, them I already anymore. Didn't like it's. I already. Didn't I want just to. did a couple of them, but if you want to see, that's the thing. Like that's how they're able to get away with shit like this because it's what. What else can you do if you want to go see a show? I mean, yeah, there's like certain like there's more companies I feel like popping up that are not Live Nation and uh, Ticketmaster, but I mean it's like it's just ridiculous because it's like it's in that case the band probably profit from that so mm -hmm. i'd rather see that than like the stub hub shit where like you'd have people buying all the tickets see, I, and I, then resell re just put them up immediately for twice the price and i would rather like, it be them the people like the people who do this for a living than it be the band in all honesty what do you mean do what put on the show like if i'm playing a fucking show i'm on tour well no but you're tickets... also ripping people off because your ticket prices are supposed to be a set amount like that's yeah, the big thing are, with artists but, but like but these people were taking 80 see, it's some crazy thousand tickets. this is it's like wild west time right now with music because it's got streaming service music and creativity are now uh worthless Right, yeah. Right. Right. A song is worth nothing. I got Old Town Road. What's that worth to you? It's number one, whatever. But how much have you paid to listen to Old Town Road? Uh, nothing. How much has time. anyone paid to ever listen to Old Town Road? Nothing. I you mean, just, I pay $10 a month for streaming services. Okay. You give $10 a month to some other company. How much yeah. did Little Nas X make from you? Oh, I don't give a fuck. Nothing. Right. <laughs> so these bands have to, the only way to make money is selling things. Yeah. And playing shows. I agree with that. And but you're also ripping off your tickets, audience. But concert tickets, you're not ripping them. Like, if they don't get paid, they cannot 
continue to make music. Like I make music. If I don't get paid, then just what am I going to do? Your ticket prices higher. Right. They like. But you're scamming people though. That's the well, thing. It's that is new. Like in the past, it's been. First of all, the artists aren't setting it, the fucking ticket prices. It's like promoters. Some and do these companies. Well, if they do, then good. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that thing there. I'm not defending what the promoter. That's scummy. Well, yeah. But like, it's just it's a it's like there's no solution really right now because it's just insane. There's no other way for artists to make money other than touring shows, and merch. Touring and merch, and which means the ticket prices have to be high. Yeah, which but leaves for, room for people after the fact to pull bullshit. You know, StubHub reselling, people but, buying all the tickets and then reselling them for twice the price. That right there with the band being in on it, yes, that's... Yeah, but that's, that's some, what a lot of people are different. doing. And that's just one concert. Like, that's just one band that we know about. Like, I, I don't mean, even know Metallica, how many others. Who else? I didn't hear... Well, no, I'm just saying bands. that's the one that we know about because they had a recorded phone conversation. Right. So God only knows how many. And there's, So we're saying that... The implication is that like a They've lot of people doing are doing this. this. Yeah, and the one, uh, okay. the one dude who was like a journalist, he knows like about like see, all that's this scummy stuff. because look, with Ticketmaster being in on it, yeah, and just ripping people off, right? Yeah, that's the thing, and that's right. why I say I would rather just have like independent scalpers who probably just do this for a living anyway. That's what they do to make money. Like it's just like people reselling stuff, like buying Supreme and reselling it for double the money and stuff. It's it is what it is. It's a hustle. Yeah, like, but if I can't, they can do it, then the bands can do it. How can you stop them? What do you do? Make a rule? No make scalping. Your Ticket price is higher. That's that's all you do. You you don't like you don't scalp tick. Just make your ticket price higher. But then what's the difference? Because the consumer is still paying that high price. Like at the end of the day, then just do that. I don't understand why they have to do the whole thing to reset. Because it's, it it's just, just money. That, it's that's the, my, that's what I mean when I say there's like no solution. At the end of the day, the result is still that the concert tickets cost way more than they should. Period. Because artists have no other way to make a fucking dollar. Then just do that in the first place. Yeah, you're going to piss off your audience, but they'll still probably pay the money. Well, they don't want to piss them off. They want it to seem like someone else. That's probably what it is. They want it to seem like the really expensive ones aren't from us. It's from... Yeah. Yeah. But that's just... that's. I don't know. That's my opinion. And you can't tell me like they're making money off merch because a fucking Metallica t-shirt at a concert probably costs Metallica $50. Metallica isn't even, you can't use them as an example. They've reached critical mass no matter what they do. No matter what they do, they're going to slip and fall into a puddle of money. But yeah. like other bands that actually like need to sell tickets and need fucking like merch and need people to hear their music, it sucks. It's just really hard. I, I, I know certain groups who have been independent their whole career and make good money off of just basically just merch that they still keep their ticket. Cause I saw Flatbush zombies this past Sunday. They've been independent in the rap game since they've come out. They have they, they don't have a deal or nothing. They make all their money on their own, but they still, their tickets were only like 37, 38 bucks. I'm pretty sure. But their merch was like 50, a t-shirt and stuff like that. Right. So they just upcharge on their merch to make more money. Doesn't mean they're making decent money though. Who knows what they're making? I mean, they live pretty decently, man. Oh, like, God, I hope they do. Like, I don't know. Like, it's they make pretty because de- they they've been offered deals and stuff. They just don't want to because they're living comfortably doing what they normally do. And See, shit. a record deal is nowadays is not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, because a lot of time it used to be, you would get picked up by a record label, they would give you an advance, and they would front the money to record your album. And then they would like set you up to go out on tour. But now yeah. it's just like, nah, they just help with like marketing and stuff. Like yeah. you're still paying to record your own 
you're paying for the studio time a lot of times. Yeah. Especially in like, I don't know how it is if you're the next fucking, you know, Miley Cyrus or whatever. I'm sure that's different. But like for at least in the, you know, the people we know, like in the death metal world and stuff. And I know, you know, people in the hip hop world, like yeah. a record deal is they're, they they don't, it's not like they're paying for your studio time and they're not, you know, it's not, no. it's just not what it used to be. So like you basically got to build but a business in this and it day sounds and like age, that's what that Flatbush Zombies group you know, has done. So it's like, why do you want to just cut someone else in on your business? If you can, if they can't offer you anything. Yeah. Because I mean, their producer like is like good. Like, cause it's like their producer is in the group too. And he just does all of their shit for him. So they probably just never paid for like studio time and shit. It's just like, they just kind of do it on their own. And I mean, someone's paying for it. They had to, he or they had to invested in the equipment. You know what I mean? It comes down to it. Yeah. Whether you're paying for it with money or you're paying for it with your own time. Right. Investment. I mean, but that's what I mean. A lot of things is nowadays is just touring and merchandise anymore. That's just how you get your money. Yeah, that's just the which way I it mean. Goes. Yeah, but it's not enough. Like for most, you know, and, and not everybody can tour fucking three hundred sixty five days a year. You know? Yeah, but there's like yeah, there's just like like I mean, there's other like just so many ways. Like if you have a bigger name, dude, there's like so many ways if, to get your that's money. That's a big if, you know, because not I mean, every, fuck, even if you have 50,000 followers on Instagram, that's pretty decent. To like to you get don't just shit. having followers on Instagram doesn't do anything for you. Like I'm saying, if you have a decent fan base and you're actually, and if it's like legit 50,000, not like you have to have, you have to have a real business set up in a relationship yeah. with them. Like you can't just be putting out music hmm. and playing shows. Like that's it. You really got to right. get creative. And that's why it's, it's not easy and it's not a given. Like just having good music and being an excellent songwriter and artist, it's not worth a damn anymore. Well, no, it's not. So, but anyway, let's move on to the next thing. Um, this is you, the Dark Hunter. Oh yeah, I just, I just thought this. I thought <laughs> husband this was poisoning funny. wife. What's going on here? Dude? Yeah, it sounds so, like a Florida thing. Uh, I don't think it was in Florida, but okay. Tennessee, close. Um, yeah, this was from, like I said, I don't like, I just picked the story because I thought it sounded pretty funny in itself. Um, best-selling author of Dark Hunter series drops suit that claimed husband tried to poison her. So what's Dark Hunter? Uh, it's a, it's like a, fa- a fantasy series or something. I don't really know anything about Paranormal it. Normal romance novels. Okay. It sounds erotic to me. Twilight. Um, Everything sounds erotic to you. Yeah. Uh, in a lawsuit filed in January in the circuit court of Williamson County, Tennessee, Sherilyn Kenyon alleged that that's the author alleged that her husband, Lawrence Kenyon, and two of the couple's employees orchestrated a Shakespearean plot to poison her and tried to sabotage her writing career. Oh, my God. In 2014. They're going to poison her. They're sabotage her whole damn life, not yeah. just her career. Yeah. Uh, in 2014, Sherilyn Kenyon, who writes fantasy and paranormal romance novels, there we go, and is best known for the Dark Hunter series, quote, was unexpectedly stricken with a bevy of mysterious symptoms that her bevy. doctor could, well, that's what they used. That's a good word. Yeah, I know. I like that word. A whole bevy of symptoms. Yeah, and I guess her doctor couldn't explain it, and she was bedridden for a while because of this. Sheesh. Um, after her husband filed for divorce in 2018, tests showed... She had high levels of lithium, tin, barium, and thorium, the suit claimed. Uh, Lawrence Kenyon's attorney 
told NBC News on Tuesday that Sherilyn Kenyon notified the court late last week that she wanted to drop the suit. Her request to dismiss the complaint was accepted July 26 court documents show. Why? Um, Did they say? Uh, Lawrence Kenyon filed a motion asking the lawsuit to be dismissed last month, which would have forced Sherilyn Kenyon to appear in court Thursday to justify her claims. After she moved to drop her suit, her husband said in a statement, Mrs. Kenyon opted to dismiss all allegations rather than face presenting her case and her outlandish allegations to scrutiny by a jury of her peers. Uh, Miss, Mr. Kenyon is appreciative for those who have stood by him during these hard past few months and heartfully thanks those in his wife's life who assisted her in reaching the, the just decision to retract her false allegations. It doesn't he further, say why. Yeah, he further hopes that this, these same individuals will continue to support Mrs. Kenyon in getting the assistance she needs <laughs> and in getting back to what she does best, writing fiction. <laughs> wow, that was a low-key burn. Yeah. Um, Sherilyn Kenyon said in a statement that she dismissed the suit against her husband in order to focus on my energy and financial resources on my divorce litigation. Uh, However, I maintain a strong and steady, steadfast belief in the merits of his of this case. The statement said, I am confident in the facts and evidence of my case and look forward to revisiting this lawsuit at a further time. Okay, so you think he tried to kill you. But you're gonna deal with it later. <laughs> you, you know what? Worry, latest, you got this divorce. You know out of what the her way. latest book was called? What? At death's door. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. So yeah, I Dark Hunter. Okay. Wow. Like I said, sounds like Florida. Yeah, it's weird. I don't that's an interesting story. Like I just liked it because, I mean, like, you know, it could be just like she was trying to get in the mindset to fucking write her next novel when she was just maybe poisoning herself. And it was like, although the husband's doing it, because mm. that sounds like a lifetime movie. It does novel, sound like a lifetime like anything movie. right there. Yeah. Like it literally does. Lifetime. So that, 100%. Yeah. Really so that's does. what made me think of that. It's so funny. It's great. It's like a lifetime movie about someone who writes lifetime movie yeah. novels. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how she was getting. The I don't know about this Dark this. Hunter, but yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, I never want to read it. <laughs> it's like it's like thrift store uh, True Blood. Even worse, it's like yeah, it honestly, it's like dumpster True Blood, dumpster True Blood. Like yeah. Now, if you would call it that, maybe I'd be interested. Dumpster True dumpster Blood. True Blood. I'd watch that. True True Blood based on the trailer park. I'd give that a shot. I would love that. I love trailer honestly. park. Boys. I do too. Yeah, it's a great series. All right. All right. This, uh, this is this is uh, the final story tonight, but God, it's pretty decent. Yeah, dude, this I is a liked good one. it. This um, is a good one. Like I said, this, tonight, like we're on a fucking like we're actually on the news. Like yeah, oh, oh, this evening tonight. We're <laughs> Tonight's breaking news. Breaking news. All right. So um, they used De Niro's name in this uh, just because it's his company. He really has nothing to do with this whole thing. But uh, right. it's it's, just, it's clickbait titling, really. Sure. Um, so Robert De Niro's production company. Yeah. Uh, De Niro company claims ex-worker binged astounding hours of Netflix on job. <laughs> sues for $6 million. Now, there's more to this just her binge-watching Netflix. Yeah, she like, stole frequent flyer miles. Yeah, dude. Well, she, they, they say. We don't know for sure. She, That's what the lawsuit says. There's a lot going on against this. Hold on. Um, so... What is the cutoff to reach an astounding number of Netflix? How I much? Don't know. How many hours of Netflix 
watched at work will get you into that astounding status. See, I don't really know. I don't think... Are we talking uh, like three hours a day, like four hours a day, or all day, like eight hours a day, never work, just watch Netflix? Okay, they have some examples pulled here. Enough to sue her for... You watch so much Netflix at work that your boss sues you for $6 million. It's not just that. There's a lot more that she did than just binge watching Netflix. I was just sensationalizing the uh, headline. Yeah. But, see, um, how, see, how, see how they do that? They do. All right. Go ahead. What else did she do? The, what else did they say she did? The allegedly. employee allegedly charged hundreds of thousands of dollars of personal expenses on the company card, <laughs> transferred millions of company frequent flyer miles to her own account, and spent hours of work time binge watching Netflix, among other allegations in the lawsuit <laughs> seen Astounding. by NBC News. <laughs> Um, the company is suing Graham Chase Robinson, its former vice president of production and finance for breaching her fiduciary fiduciary fiduciary. Is that a, that's really how that's said. Okay. Um, duties, violations of faithless (laughs) service doctrine and conversion. According to the complaint filed in New York, Robinson was promoted to her position around 2017, which included the task of assuring employees weren't misusing company's funds per Mm. De Niro's own request. So her job was to do what she like to stop what she was doing. That's perfect. That is great. So good. So, like, basically, it's the using the company card to buy personal things and stealing the frequent flyer miles. And then they just they they threw in. And you know what else? She watches Netflix all day at work. Well, they have here some. Okay, let me let me keep going a little bit. Yeah. Robinson's position required Mr. De Niro to place full faith, trust and confidence in her that she would be carry out her duties and responsibilities in Canal's best interest, mindfully overseeing the finances and other employees. Both Robinson allegedly charged hundreds of thousands of dollars in personal expenses on Canal's American Express card and properly used the company's petty cash fund to pay for personal items, submitted false information in order to be paid for 96 days of unused vacation time, and Mm. spent company time binge-watching astounding hours of TV shows on Netflix. For example, over the four-day period between Tuesday, January 8th and Friday, January 11th. 11th 2019 55 episodes of friends were accessed (laughs) which carried over to an impressive 32 episodes on saturday january 12th alone (laughs) hold on how long is an episode of friends uh 20 20 to 22 minutes times how many episodes uh 30 34 in one day uh 32 on saturday 55 Act, okay, yeah. Over a three-day period, fifty-five were accessed. Then on the jam- on, sa- the on Saturday day. alone, it was thirty-two. Thirty-two times twenty-two. Do that. Dark side math. Uh, okay. Thirty-two times twenty-two. Seven hundred and four minutes, minutes divided by sixty. Like eleven divided hours. Or sixty. Something? That's eleven point seven three hours. Almost twelve hours of this woman's day was just watching Friends. Well, that's what they get for making her work on Saturday. <laughs> wow, and that was just one use, man. Robinson allegedly spent more than four thousand dollars on the trip and used frequent flyer miles from Canal Productions because she claimed she needed to go to Los Angeles to pick up and deliver signed coffee table books based on De Niro's film Taxi Driver to be given to various charity auctions and De Niro's friends. In fact, the books were delivered after Robinson left Los Angeles, according to the lawsuit. 
Canal Productions claimed Robinson racked up the expenses on luxury meals and accommodations to attend a birthday party. Robinson also allegedly used company money to pay for approximately $32,000 in personal taxi and Uber rides and transferred wow. 5 million of frequent flyer miles valued at more than $125,000 from the company's American Express account to her own personal account. The suit also claimed Robinson approved her own expense reports to pay for items such as iPhones, a Louis Vuitton handbag, groceries from Whole Foods, and a dog sitter. She also allegedly told the company's accountant that she hadn't taken any of her vacation days for nearly four years and instead took a payout for unused days. Canal Productions claims that emails revealed Robinson took all her vacation days and often exceeded her time off allowance. As a result of foregoing, Robinson collected in excess of $70,000 by falsely claiming that she had not used 96 vacation days. She had a $300,000 salary by the time she resigned in April mm-hmm. 2019. I was going to say, because if you're getting paid 70 grand for 96 days of work, you're making. The lawsuit seeking $3 sure. million dollars in damages for Robinson's disloyalty and violation of her faithlessness servant doctrine and another five and another three, sorry, another $3 million in damages for the value of funds and property misappropriated by Robinson while at this company. Yeah, dude. So. That, I think she deserves a dark side participation trophy for that. That is nuts. That's an impressive amount of slacking off. Yeah. Like, I like tipped the cap to her on that one. Holy fuck. It's just fiduciary. But I mean, it's also like, it's like slacking off, but it's also ripping off the company. And I kind of would have more respect for Robert De Niro than the rip off his company because I'm a big fan of Robert De Niro. So I probably couldn't do that. So, Rob. If you're looking for someone to actually do that work and take the three hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah, he'll do it for two. Fuck I'll it. do it for a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Do it for half. Yeah, and I won't even steal a million I, freaking fire miles. I won't steal 11 a hours, thing. Eleven hours of friends <laughs> instead of work. <laughs> Fuck! If you just have a six-hour conversation with me one day, I'll do the whole job for free in the year. I'd like to pick the nearest you brain. Shut up! All, he might honestly. take you up on that. You're going to work for a whole year for free for one conversation? I mean, if that conversation can lead me into other plugs and stuff, Just do it knows? on the dark side. Bring That's him on. True. Do the dark can side. Do that. And Dave will be your slave for a year. All right. I'll do it. Sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Better hope he's not more of a weirdo than you think. I mean, he probably is, but I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, that's it. That's the news for this week. Yeah, a lot of, lot of mix of stories we got here. Some mm-hmm. politics, some... Yeah. slander some i feel good about getting the trump stuff out of the way early yeah you know kind of have to talk about it but yeah it kind of just brings me down really quickly whenever i have to talk about him for a while because it's like yeah. it's like beating a dead horse like and as much bad as we could say about this dude that is actually true yeah it's not going to change anything nah. like until something really bad like he would like unless he's caught like raping a baby wouldn't matter or something would not, I, like, would not matter i'm telling you yeah i guess matter. would that be considered pro-life yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're giving He's the baby so energy, life, giving him energy. Um, but yeah, I the, the the mooch thing makes me happy. That's funny. Yeah, the Avengers. Yeah, it's not going to do anything though. No, it's just um, it sounds good in the headline. So yeah. So also, uh, worth pointing out. Last week, the video podcast edition of our show. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for the first time did better than the, the actual audio, audio podcast. Yeah. Got more plays. And so thank you guys for checking that out. Yeah. I think I speculate that maybe we got some traffic from outside because Just of the Epstein thing. Just researching Epstein stuff. clickable, but yeah. in any case, keep on enjoying that. Darkside Podcast Official on YouTube, at Darkside Podcast on Instagram, uh, Twitter also, yeah. if you need to get a hold of us for anything. Um, not just for anything, something's relevant yeah, don't, to the show. I don't, don't want to hear about your life. Your if personal you're, problems yeah, or anything. I'm not a therapist. Um, send us any Richard Nixon pictures that you have. Yeah. Um, nudes preferred if you have them. Of yeah, Nixon. Tricky Dick. Uh, tricky Dick. Yeah. The only time I'm going to say, send dick pics. And the send DMs. Them. Yeah, we'll send you a dark side day for a tricky dick. What? Yeah. And don't forget the three R's of success. Rate, Rate review, subscribe. subscribe. I'm still thrown by the last con. I don't want to send dick pics just, back. Just listen to it when the show comes out. You'll get it. If anything, I'm charging people for that. Like we're char- But we're getting fucking nudes of tricky dick. What else can be more valuable? Five dollars. Like, I mean, if I'm gonna be doing this, we might as well just start the dark side private Sign Snapchat. Up for Dave's like, premium. I don't know. Dark side Dave premium Snapchat. Yeah, ten dollars a month for unlimited b hole access. Yeah, it's like yeah, we'll do we'll do uh, butthole Mondays. <laughs> That's the only time you're gonna get like content like that. Okay, ten dollars a month. I mean, who knows, man? It could take off. <laughs> Yeah. We'll have to put that tier up on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> the premium. Man, I gotta like make a Snapchat for this and shit. Make a now. Snapchat. You better start doing it. You better uh, start you better go get groomed too. Uh, get, get all get all waxed and bleached and no. ready to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're getting the natural Dave. No, no. <laughs> People aren't ready for that. Okay, well if I gotta do all that, it's twenty five dollars a month. I'm okay. not that's all right. No, Fair I'm enough. not putting all let's, that let's effort in for a ten dollars product. It's quality. The natural day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's it. We're out yeah. of here. Matt Elias. Dave Viana. Late. Later.